0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to round two of March Monster Madness 2018 here on Blah Blah Podcast. I am Jason Green and with me as always is Sean Smith.
1: It's so cold, I'm freezing.
0: I can use my nose drippings as chopsticks. (laughs) Also with us today is Michael Dowling. Hello. Hello, hello, Hello. Mrs. Medea. Oh God. (laughs) Also She's with not us today, part of this bracket yet. <laughs> 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 also with us today is Stone Cold Steve Coltis.
2: How's it going, brother?
0: Steve, how much
2: snow did you get? I just took the tape measure because I wanted to be like sure, and it's 20 inches right now. Damn. But it's been really windy. It might be blowing it around, but still it's there's a lot out there. My car, I can't even see any of it.
1: Well, well yeah, oh, because damn. the 20 inches is in the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> see my car. And rounding out this crew is Mr. Katz from Kurt's Cowardly Dog, Dan Katz.
3: You stupid dog.
1: <laughs> well You made me look bad. It's a good thing, uh it's a good thing we tied for the, the Oscar picks because otherwise you would have had to change your avatar to Mr. Katz.
3: God damn it. <laughs> you should do it anyway. <laughs>
0: that's right ladies ladies gentlemen this is round two of our march monster madness tournament the second edition the 2018 edition and if you're not sure what we're doing i implore you to go back and listen to last week's episode to get caught up but also sean will let you know the rules of the game sean take it away
1: oh we're playing a game
0: yes time to play a game game. (laughs) where's my water i gotta spit it out
1: Well, this is uh, this is uh, our bracketed tournament. Uh, last week we had round one. This is round two. We're going to be judging each of these matchups uh, based on three categories, uh, cultural significance, de- character design, and head-to-head fight. Uh, and you can check our social media page, Twitter, Facebook, if you want to see all the uh, brackets and everything. Um, and, yeah, so let's begin. Let's start with our Woo! first matchup. We have number one seed Godzilla. Uh, 30 film appearances. He is 300 feet tall. And his abilities include super strength, atomic breath, fast regenerations. He has a strong tail, sharp claws, ability to swim, atomic energy pulse, durability, and he is able to absorb energy. And he's facing off against number nine seed, the crocodile from Lake Placid. Uh, Six appearances. He is 30 feet long. And his abilities include the ability to hide underwater, speed, and he has large jaws with sharp teeth.
2: Hmm. Godzilla wins. Move on.
0: Yeah, I was about to say I'm giving Godzilla all three. Godzilla I think gets all three. It's overdone. He could That's radioactive breath. He was so mad, Steve. Right, I mom, feel like you're biased in this. Let's
3: argue for the crocodile. <laughs> I'm like, Let's go. I'm trying to figure out my argument for the crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> please, please Has argue. Has
4: Godzilla ever fought Betty White? Because I feel like he <laughs> Godzilla.
2: To be fair, Godzilla would lose against Betty White. I feel like God himself would lose. She against would dab at his
3: Oh no! Stop that. Yeah, um, I'd probably just save time. Godzilla. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Crocodile. Save you guys the time.
2: Yeah. Hey, get out of here, you stupid goddamn crocodile. Oh,
3: Jesus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna eat you.
1: New
2: Orleans, Cajun style. Godzilla swims in the sea. He would come up underneath the crocodile and fucking atomic breath it in half.
1: He's got a better design
2: this too. This is a saltwater crocodile or a freshwater crocodile. Yeah, he would. So he would just die. <laughs> he would just turn belly over. Godzilla's be like, ah, oh, food.
1: Also, I think the fact that Godzilla is, or I, I would say the crocodile is only ten percent the size of Godzilla, doesn't help.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not a scratch. You skewer him. He's a toothpick.
1: Um, but yeah. So all right, Godzilla moves on. No surprise there. Uh, next one, we have number five seed. Gamera, 12 appearances. He is 180 feet tall and weighs 1,200 tons. Uh, His abilities are he's resilient. He has a strong shell. He has flight, uh, strength, fire, breath, intelligence. Uh, He has elbow spikes and the ability to go into a coma to regenerate. And he's facing number four seed, the Harvester Queen from Independence Day. Uh, Technically one appearance. Uh, It is 216 feet tall. Uh, it has uh, high intelligence, the ability to jump, energy shields, telepathy, the ability to control smaller harvesters, and he uses a ridiculously big space gun.
2: Comically big. Pew pew. Hmm. Jason, you're the leading expert on Independence Day. Why don't you lead us <laughs> off?
0: Well, my good <laughs> sir, let me break out the chalkboard here. Oh boy, here we go. But, and, and seriously... Um, I don't know, I still gotta stew this one over. <laughs> oh god damn it. <laughs> Sean, take it away.
1: Uh, okay. Let's start with um let's start with uh, cultural significance. Uh which this is actually kinda tough because I feel like a lot of people don't know who Gamera is or could even tell you what he looks like. Yeah, that's um, what I was yeah.
0: thinking too. And at the same time, Independence Day too, kinda like but, I, flop, right? but at the same
1: time, I don't think anyone could tell you what the Harvester Queen looks like as opposed to just the fact that it looks like a giant version of a Harvester and people know mm-hmm. what they look like. So by default, I think
3: she wins that
1: um, as far as... But
3: that's the thing, though. Gamera has been around for way longer. Like, oh, I understand. And in way more movies. Gamera so, also
1: just... wasn't a big box office hit back in 1996. So yeah. That's that's the one problem. Uh as far as design goes, um I think I would give it to the Harvester Queen, which then in that means that there's no third category since the Harvester Queen wins the two, so I guess I'm going with the Harvester Queen.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to echo that. Like I oh, was surprise. trying to <laughs> Yeah, really. I was trying to think of like Maybe Gamera had a better design because I'm I'm comparing the two right now. But Gamera, Gamera not Gamora, Gamora is just a big turtle. And creativity, I'd say, goes to the Harvester Queen, my my love. So, yeah, two out of three for me. I'm going with I'm going with that, babe. I,
1: um, okay. Uh, who else wants to go?
0: I mean,
2: I I agree with all the sentiments pretty much. Like the only place I see Gamera winning is the fight because. I don't know, I feel like is really resilient, but... I, I think uh, some,
1: someone needs to make a case as to why Gamera is more culture-significant than the Harvester Queen, because I don't think Gamera can win in uh, design. Okay,
3: let's put it this way. Have you been having people for decades saying they want to see the Queen Harvester take on Godzilla in
1: a kaiju movie? Well, no, because it's only been around for a year and a half.
3: <laughs> but... Even so, I mean, who the fuck wants to see Godzilla take on the fucking Independence Day aliens? That's I feel, that's like, I, I feel like
2: I feel like it has to do with the market too, because if you look at the market, like the the market for Gamera, like in Japan and the world that's really aware of Gamera's existence, com- super cultural significant. But unless you're really into the Toho monster movies or the other company that I can't think of right now, well,
1: the way uh, I, the way I look at it is how well known is Gamera in the U.S.?
2: Not really. Unless you're really into that stuff, not really.
1: Because the only thing I know know about Gamera is that you can find like eight of his movies on Blu ray at Walmart for like a a, a dollar. That's the only thing I know about
0: Gamera. You can also find Independence Day, the complete collection at Walmart.
1: (laughs) All two of them.
3: All two of them. That's a hell of a collection right there. Five Gamera films were featured on Mystery Science Theater. So that's where most people are going to know it from if they don't know their kaiju stuff. So, Mm. yeah.
2: I would give it to the Queen Harvester, though. I. I just. for me it Mike, feels- you've
0: been awfully quiet. Who do you pick?
2: I am trying to
4: um, figure this out myself. I want to see what kind of review uh, Roger Ebert gave to the first Independence Day, just as a, uh, a cultural significance part, because this Queen Harvester is going to um, be even if it was only officially in one movie. It's sort of when people anybody thinks of the move of Queen Harvester, they're not thinking of Queen Harvester; they're thinking of Independence Day,
0: mm-hmm.
4: and. I see that uh, Roger Ebert already had given a positive review to a Gamera movie,
0: because <laughs> he's um, the protector of children. Yeah, just like Goldberg.
1: Just, just like uh, what, what was, was, uh, what the, what the fuck was the thing from Red Letter Media when they were reviewing Black just Panther?
2: Like, just like Tom Brady.
1: Don't you remember the the knockoff Black Panther?
0: Oh, uh, oh. Black Cougar.
1: Yeah, Black Cougar.
3: It's black. That, that sounds. Speaking like of, porn. did you that see the uh, the British knockoff costume for uh, Black Panther? No, I think it's just Dark Panther. <laughs> and people got really mad about it because like you can't call it Dark Panther. It's, it's fucked up. Like, but, uh, I, I I think I would give I might
4: actually would give cultural significance to Gamera, Um partly especially for U.S. because of Mystery Science Theater. So you have not only uh, the kaiju freaks, but you would also have.
1: Well, I, I'm I'm looking at uh, you went to Roger Ebert, I went to Box Office Mojo, uh, and uh, Independence Day uh, adjusted for inflation, just in the U.S. made 635 million dollars. Damn, which is number Damn. 39 all time. Let me check what Gamma okay, has. Okay,
3: but Independence Day is there? Comic books, TV shows, video games, like all of that, or uh, Jason? Is there? Something- is there? That's, that's the thing. There's there's video games. I wish there was.
0: Comics and TV shows. Actually there's uh, I, probably have, I, ha, I have a I believe it was only one
4: issue, it was a one issue prequel and it actually shows Randy Quaid getting abducted. Not the not the
2: character, but actually Randy Quaid. <laughs> yeah, Randy Quaid was actually abducted. This
0: isn't uh-huh. this isn't funny guys. Hello is boys. A... Yeah, there is independent <laughs> comics. But I literally just found out about him now, so <laughs>
1: and I can't find so, any box comics. office numbers yep.
3: for any Gamora movies. It's too old. Yeah, I don't think, I think the last one was like 2006. That's not that far.
4: I think you're more likely going to find someone wearing a Gamera shirt than you will uh, Independence Day.
3: Yeah, mm. you're gonna you're gonna find Gamera merch more more uh, frequently than you'd ever find Independence Day like, merch.
4: But let, let let's let's wait a week or two. Let's go to let's go to uh, Monster Mania and see how many. Uh, Independence Day versus Gamera Things we find in
2: the uh, in the the show. That would actually that would be an interesting tally. I'll tell you what. Very interesting. It'd be like two to one.
1: I'll tell you what. They're gonna have an actor from Independence Day there. Are they gonna have an actor from Gamera?
2: But will they? Will they really?
1: (laughs) I mean, he might not mentally be there, but he'll physically be there.
4: So I noticed he's not doing a Q and (laughs) A. Randy Quaid's really gonna be there. Yeah. He's on track to be there, but I don't isn't he like not allowed in the country? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I was yeah, reading he before. He's that. like he's like exiled to Canada.
4: I'm thinking he's gonna like Skype in. <laughs>
0: See, <laughs> Hello
4: reason why Boys. I
3: would argue like that is because Gamera's been all over the place. Besides Mystery Science Theater, like they they used the design for him for a Creature from Justice League Unlimited during one of their episodes that was very similar to Gamera. Then, like, in Ninja Turtles 2003 cartoon, Donatello basically transforms into Gamera. Uh, The Simpsons have a freaking giant turtle fighting the giant Godzilla, which is Gamera and Godzilla. Like, there's one, two, three, four, five, seven fucking games. And the Dreamcast VMU, they released one in Japan that was just a a Gamera memory card. Like, damn. So, that's why I'd say, like, his cultural significance. Outweighs the the two movies, like, cause we're doing cultural significance, and we're only talking about America, but that's not the rules. The rules are like, what is probably more well known the world over, and I'm sure that if you showed Japanese people the thing from Independence Day, maybe they might have seen it if that movie ever even came out, like in a big release over there. But like, you get other countries where it probably never came there, but Gamera would possibly still be recognizable to some people, cause. He's been around way longer, so that's my argument for cultural significance. Design, I'd probably give the Queen Harvester just because the Harvester is a, an interesting looking thing. I think it's dumbers like, oh, let's just make a bigger version of it for this movie, because that's all this movie was. But, you know, but then when, for me, it comes down to the fight. Like the Queen Harvester is a bitch compared to Gamera. So, but he's got, the, yeah. she's got that gun. So what? He's a giant <laughs> fucking turtle with a <laughs> shell. Like, He's he has fire actually, breath, he can fly, he can, do, he can basically do everything. He has regenerate. Like he, he is all that shit. He could run up to her and rip her fucking shit open and yeah, just probably. pull her out. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm actually I,
4: kind, I, of kind of torn on the uh, the design because there, there's I something about...
3: I do like as design because it's such yeah, a... It, it's like it's a terminal, some, it's but it's also a dinosaur. It's weird. Well, that's because he's... Like, I think there's only bad guy in one movie and in every other one they've released since then, he's always a good guy, which is more so than even Godzilla. Oh, like the Terminator. Godzilla, like, they always come back to Godzilla being a bad guy, like, or at least not. Like, he's saving the day. You
0: think he'll be a bad guy in the, the 2020
3: movie against Kong? No, whoever wins, we all lose. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's how it works. Well, w- so, Warner Brothers involved. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter who goes on the next round because neither one of these are going to beat Godzilla as cool as it would be to. To actually, get to see Gamera versus Godzilla, but I'm I'm going for Gamera. I, I did two out of three for Gamera, I, so I, I
4: think I am on stick. I'm going with Dan as well on that. I'm gonna be a Gamera Gamera Man. Oh, ready?
3: But I think we already got three against us anyway. Uh,
1: well, well my vote can be better. swayed, but no no one's really swayed me yet. All
3: right, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Have you ever seen Gamera <laughs> flying? That's, like, the coolest fucking thing ever. It just turns into a shell and spins around like a flying saucer. Like, it's, the coolest. it's so cheesy looking, but it's so much fun. Like, that's an image. Like, someone's like oh, that's Gamera. Like, flying yeah. turtle. Yeah,
0: All I'm right. still going with the queen. I think Gamera would, would beat the queen in a fight, but I'm still going two out of three of the categories
1: for the queen. Queen bee. I feel like Jason's too biased. I feel like we need a, a second opinion.
0: Yeah, you're right. I'm just <laughs> watching Independence Day today also. Jason, is is,
1: is Yulia there?
0: <laughs> yeah, she's watching TV, though. She's watching the show
1: called Bull. <laughs> oh, well, that's a load of bull. Uh, could uh, Show her pictures of, of Gamera and, and the Harvester Queen and see which one she thinks is, looks better.
0: All right, let me uh, just pull them up side by side one sec. Da-na-na-na. My internet's so slow. Da-na-na. Okay. Gamera, look, Gamera looks badass, but it's just for
2: me, it comes down to the fact that it's based off a real-life animal, so the, the groundwork was already laid in. It's just an overdeveloped real-life animal. The mm-hmm. Hey, queen. Yulia, I need your opinion on something. Here we go. This is the tiebreaker. This is the, tie this is just just the taking time. <laughs> this is
0: it. This, this is it. <laughs>
1: we need, we need okay, the so, uh,
0: millionaire music. Who do you think looks cooler? Gamera, the, the turtle kaiju? Or the Harvester Queen from Independence Day. Who would you pick to win? Turtle looks like who farted? farted. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) I'm sure turtle's really fart.
3: I'm sure the Independence Day Queen farts.
1: What what was her ruling?
3: All I heard was a fart, and then turned into (laughs) farting. I don't know what happened. (laughs) The fate of this podcast leans
0: on you, Yulia. So who would you pick, Gamera or the Harvester Queen? Pick. I'm not telling you who I pick.
1: Um, can I see more
2: more pictures of, <laughs> of
0: Oh,
2: no. I'm going
3: to fall down the, the cute.
2: I pick Harvester oh, Queen. Oh, there oh,
1: it is. Okay, there uh, it is.
2: Are- Harvester Queen goes on. Uh, I knew I
1: loved you for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> not just you know, for the farting.
0: <laughs> He's he showing me pictures, and it looks like one of them. It's like the the um, was it the Gamers like a turtle? It looks like it has fire coming out of his butt.
3: Oh, well, yeah, because he used that to fucking <laughs> propel himself. So. It's, right? <laughs> it's fire farts. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, that means the Harvester Queen moves on. Uh, I let's...
0: really you would have picked the turtle though, because turtles are cute. You know, you think turtles are cute? Cute.
1: <coughs> oh. All right. Let's go to the next match. We have uh, number eleven seed Hedora. Uh He has three final appearances. He is somewhere between one hundred ninety-five and five hundred ninety-four feet tall, and weighs forty-eight thousand tons. Uh, he is uh, alien pollution kaiju and a literal piece of shit. Uh, he has the ability to change between forms and gain power via absorption pollution um, he has shape shifting with sludge regeneration the ability to split into smaller forms corrosive mist and pollutant powered energy eye beams and he's facing off against number 14 seed the giant troll from troll hunter uh, one appearance unknown height and weight his abilities are berserker f- fury uh, physical power he can chew rocks run at a quicker pace and can smell out Christians and Muslims <laughs>
2: <laughs> those, Vi- those Viking monsters don't screw around, man. What does Hedora identify as? I think he's Japanese, so he's a Taoist. Oh, okay. the <laughs> Radar. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would just to lead it off. I feel cultural significance I'd give to hedora because he's an established Godzilla villain. Like he's, if you're into that, if you're into that lore, at least you know. I feel I said it last week too. The giant troll. Unless you're into like Norwegian cinema, I really don't feel like you know there's a big pull there because. I don't know. It just that's it. Just feels yeah. like that's the only place where that would have any pull. Design design is hard because like Nordic mytholo- uh, mythology stuff. The design is really cool, but Hedora is just such a crazy thing to look at. It's garbage personified. Like it's just literal waste that turns into a being with sentience. It is stuff.
4: actually Evan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. True
0: form. Oh.
2: Oh. oh man, I gotta dodge all this shade. It's
0: alright. He man. won't listen. He'll never know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, uh, so design I'd probably I could be argued against, or I could like maybe sway on that, but I would give it to Hedora And the fight, undoubtedly, I'd give to Hidora because he'll just poison the troll. He'll just latch on and and make it die. I don't I don't see how the the troll could. Punch it or go crazy and beat it up because I mean, it's uh, Hador kind of absorbs blows because he's almost fluid in the nature. I feel like Hador would just latch onto the troll and poison
0: kill it. Where does that berserker fury come in though? You think he can rip Hador apart? Maybe, but
1: can he grab him?
0: Hador will just become
2: like he'll do the T1000 stuff and just mold back together. Mm. (laughs) And he has lasers, right? You can shoot lasers out of his eye. Yeah, for me, it's the poison that really does it because I mean, I know trolls are pretty like. Uh, sturdy, and they're pretty uh, strong, but I don't know. I just feel like it would melt right through the
3: troll, and then the troll yeah. become troll.
0: Yeah, I feel the troll's kind of outmatched here.
3: Th- this is the design of the, I guess what they call the main troll from the movie, so I mean... It's nothing crazy to look at, but he's friggin' huge. I, I don't. I mean, is, how big is Hedorah? Because I don't think we have a, an actual height on the troll. But the way they make him seem in the movie is like, oh, he Hydra was ma- size so. No, he was
2: he was massive. It was it would be an equal size. They were equal size. I think. Can not Hedorah change size too, or my? He, he has oh, a yeah. couple
3: different forms. Okay, so yeah, because to
2: to there's that standing form where he's like the
3: same height as Godzilla, maybe a little taller. Yeah, um, I, I think. This one, unfortunately, probably goes all three to Hedora. Because I like the troll a lot. They're really cool. But they also get killed by, like, ultraviolet light and shit like that, too. Like, they have different weird shit. Like, they don't really come out during the day, I think, mm-hmm. is another thing that was in that movie. So that's kind of a... There's some key weaknesses here. Problem with that, anyway. But Hedora is a, 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 a cooler design. I mean... Hedorah probably wouldn't be well known to most people. He kind of falls into the same category that Gamera would fall in, but in this case, he still wins cultural significance because he's been around and he's been in more than one movie. And I don't think the troll would be able to deal with what Hedorah can do because Hedorah could just fly away and come back and like shoot shit at him. Like, even if he didn't get poisoned, he'd still have his work cut out for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I um I'm giving all 3 to Hadora like I think the troll could stand a chance winning a fight if he drags it out in the in the daytime, but that still he still uh Hadora still wins in um the first two categories cultural significance and design for me. So,
1: for me Hadora who wins. Yeah, uh to me Hadora has all three. You could make an argument for cultural significance, uh but I think he would take all three. Mhm. And we don't Anybody need Mike's vote, so you can just stay silent.
4: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking up a fun fact. Um, in an interview with the director of Godzilla vs. Hedorah, uh, Hedora's eyes were modeled after vaginas.
2: That's amazing. <laughs> no, no wonder I like him so much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mm. can see
1: it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's sure a good thing that... It's a good thing one of the uh, one of the characters isn't Donald Trump in this tournament.
0: Oh, <laughs> grab him! We should make a kaiju monster, guys, and have his eyes modeled after Tide Pods. Oh no, he'd be the,
2: <laughs> the he'd be the meme monster. The meme monster.
1: <laughs> All right, let's go to the next fight. We have number seven seed, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, three appearances, unknown height and weight. Uh, His abilities are strength, resiliency, uh, thick skin, and swimming abilities. He's facing number two seed, the Predator. Uh, Five appearances. He is uh, seven feet tall, and he has advanced technology and weapons, superhuman strength, durability, resilience, and superb hunting skills.
0: And he makes that clicking noise. Uh, Much
4: like the shape of water, this fish is fucked.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I was going to say, I'm giving... The predator all three categories like i think the predator has a better design i mean the creature from the black lagoon is he's a bipedal fish and you know you can see you could see they got their inspiration from a fish but the predator seems completely original and yeah you can make the argue for cultural significance but i'm gonna give the edge to the predator only because you got the new movie coming out soon predators wasn't that long ago so and i definitely think the predator would squash him so i'm going with uh, the predator yeah i would i mean culture significance that's a hard one because
2: you're looking at the one of the core horror monster like monsters of monster movies that's pretty that's a pretty steep like ledge that's that's a big that's a big deal but the other two categories design i'd give to predator uh even though the creature of the black uh, creature from the black loon was beautiful back in its day it was a great design but i'd still give it to predator simply because like jason said uh very original and fight, I mean, unless you want to try and argue that a xenomorph is less dangerous than a, uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, I mean, the Predator hunts the xenomorphs successfully. So if you're trying to say that the Predator couldn't successfully hunt the creature from the Black Lagoon, I mm-hmm. feel I feel that that is, speaks in itself pretty much.
0: And the Predator's race, they're born and bred to hunt So and, on all different planets. So for all we know, they could have hunted down creatures the size of Hadora. You know what I mean? Like they could take they could take a lot of shit it's really it's a lot of a lot of that
2: stuff is a lot of that stuff is um it's kind of just lore and stuff but i do agree jason i mean that's what their whole i mean it's even said in the movie their 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 whole world is predicated on who is the best hunter that's mm-hmm. why that's that's why the king is who he is in the predator movie but long live
1: the king yeah the burger king <laughs> yeah the burger burger king <laughs> uh i would also go predator with uh i think all 3 um cultural significance i i feel like even though the creature from the black lagoon the movie has been around for so long it, it it does give him a fight but i feel like more people have either seen or will at least you could quote lines from predator the, the first one i feel like you know it's 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 more recognizable to, to most people who aren't even movie fans i think they know what predator is and they they know lines from the movie um, design Again, another kind of toss-up, but I would stick with the Predator. Um, and the fight, I think the Predator would take him out.
3: You, you guys probably up. thought I was staying quiet because I was going to sit here and try and make an argument for the creature, but I was just waiting for everyone to be done talking, so I'd say Predator wins all three. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. <laughs> clean, clean sweep, Predator.
1: <laughs> all right, let's go to the next one. We have number 16 seed, Varan. Uh, He has two appearances. He is 165 feet tall and weighs 15,000 tons. Uh, His abilities are he's a trifibian kaiju, or or, uh, as you could say, a giant flying squirrel monster. Uh, Uh He uses uh, membranes between his legs to glide. He has spikes on his back, and he has armored plated skin. And he's facing off against number eight seed, Clover, from the Cloverfield movie. Uh, two appearances. He ha- is 350 feet tall, and his abilities are: he has thick, heat-resistant skin. He has uh, super strength, and he's covered in small parasites.
0: Ew. Ew,
2: scabies. I was gonna say about the last, the <laughs> last. I was gonna say, I was gonna say about the last fight too. It doesn't really matter who wins. They're gonna go against Hedora, so that'll be interesting. I, I feel like it would be an easier fight for Hedora to squash the creature from the Black Lagoon, but mm-hmm. that'll still be an interesting fight. But this one. Oh man, I don't even know, man. I mean yeah, cult, I'm, cultures cultural significance I would give to Clover just because of the recent boom. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more I feel like that's more current in people's memory than Varan. Even though Varan's been around longer, obviously.
1: I'm gonna look at a picture of Varan just to jog my memory.
2: I'm looking at him now.
4: It, <laughs> I think that should tell you enough right there about cultural yeah. significance then. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, not, I wasn't fighting no.
1: cultural significance
3: for him.
4: Yeah. And, uh, what, I just like to point out the fact that uh, I I got to
3: take Connie out in the first round, and the thing that's funny is I actually like con.
4: So yeah, well, anyway, he was only in what two movies, and the the second one being "Destroy All Monsters," which was what back yep. in nineteen sixty eight. Wow. Uh, so he has been
0: all but forgotten. Uh, what are his powers again, Sean?
1: Uh, he, he has can... the power to be forgotten. <laughs> He's really big and he can glide. He can glide, he's got spikes on him, and he's got armored skin.
2: Mm. That's not very... uh, Considering most kaijus on here and kaijus in general, that's not a very impressive skill set.
1: I think uh, one of the issues is the fact that the Cloverfield Monster is twice the size of Varan.
2: Yeah, that's like one good step and he's squished.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, the Cloverfield Monster has those weird legs and feet where they're kind of like... They're not like all that big. It's kind of like he's wearing stilts, kind of.
0: Yeah, it's all. The Cloverfield Monster also has parasites. Dan, it's
2: kind of like a uh, Biolante, the the plant monster.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, and then we are also now because frigging Cloverfield Paradox exists, there's apparently bigger Clover monsters. So
2: oh, here we go. Well, <laughs> I can tell
1: you the uh, the stats that I got were for the original. So okay, all right. There's no way to judge how big that actually is.
2: As Des- she said, design design for me. I mean, Ran obviously is. There's no there's no giant flying lizards anywhere. So, or at least none that look like Varan. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I thought, I thought what, what bugs
3: me like. about Clover's design isn't that it wasn't cool in Cloverfield. Is that every other J.J. Abrams creature design feels like it's just Clover like reskinned onto something. Yeah, like Cooper. Yeah, because I mean, there's I mean, a lot of arms. Even the faces, like, don't look that similar. I don't know. There, there's something, like, that, that always, like, bugged me about the Clover's design. Like, I guess it's cool, but I don't know. It kind of just looks like a weird, like, zombie head on a, a freaking stilt body or something.
0: Yeah. I'm going to give the design to Clover, though, only because it's just the edge, just slightly. Just because Varan is just kind of a bigger Komodo dragon. If you type Varan into uh, Google Image, you'll get, like, komodo dragons and varan and they look pretty similar except one can fly <laughs> Yeah, but, one's
2: got one's got wings if komodo dragons could fly we'd all be
0: fucked yeah we would be fucked they'd take over the world they'd oh, be the dominant God. species <laughs> as far as um head-to-head and uh culture significance i have no idea i'm still thinking that over i think
1: cultural significance would go to cloverfield um to me, yeah. it's it's design and the fight. I think the fight Cloverfield monster would probably win, so I guess I have to go with the Cloverfield monster. Um, but yeah, I'm still not I'm just, I'm still not convinced on the design for either of them really.
0: Mike, any fun facts?
4: Uh, Varan's first movie was Toho's final black and white movie.
2: Wow. <laughs> that. He fights in black and white. He can't see him good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like Logan Paul. <laughs> oh God. Oh man,
2: I. Yeah, it's I think like, that's, I honestly Clover think is like
3: underwater creature too. Like, where he like came from. So
2: that's an edge in
0: a fight. Yeah, true.
3: Do we
1: know that for a fact?
0: He came from the water.
1: Yeah. Do we know that he for a fact, though? On. A-
3: On, like, all of his wiki pages, you look up his origin, his undersea life form. (laughs) And in the uh,
0: post-credits in Cloverfield 1, that satellite falls into the water. Just showing, uh, letting you know that, like, that's what woke up the monster. I mean, that's what originally woke up the monster before the paradox thing happened. So he's got barnacles on him. That's the parasites. Mm. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah, Uh, I think think the
3: problem with this fight is I don't give a shit about either of them. It's...
2: (laughs) You're not wrong, Dan. Both of these monsters are very forgettable,
3: and that's funny considering that I let one of them beat King Kong on <laughs> technicality. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Knocked out the number one.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll give the design to the chlorophyll monster because he has those two weird-looking things on his head. It's like these Sacks. big, the, these big sack things on his head. Uh, uh,
2: I think uh, when it comes down to the design i think clover is just more gross and kind of revolting to look at rand's kind of just like that's a big spiny monster but clover clover for me evokes more of a reaction i suppose
0: yeah i'm gonna go with clover for this for this round
3: yeah Yeah, i'll
0: go i'll go clover too yeah clover field too
3: aha i mean i don't really have an argument for either but i kind of just want to be done with this one okay (laughs) so So, uh (laughs) Unless Mike's not going to pick Varane anyway, I'm probably picking Clover too. So it's kind of like I don't, I I honestly I don't care for Cloverfield. So th- that design does nothing for me. Like the coolest part about it is the parasites that make people blow up. Like that's that's cool. But uh, it was, it was nice Varan. You know took out. All right, The the king, <laughs> the king's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, all right uh well we have enough
1: votes for the cloverfield monster so he's going to move on uh and let's go to the next match we have number five seed mothra uh five film appearances uh she is 200 feet tall and weighs fifteen thousand tons uh and her abilities are she is scratching and dragging poisonous yellow powder uh scales uh silk spray and psychic abilities and she's facing off against number four seed the stay puff marshmallow man uh, one appearance. He is 112 feet tall, and his abilities are his size and strength. And he is controlled by Gozer.
0: Gozer.
2: Well, culture significance. So I'm gonna go stay puffed because it's Ghostbusters. Like, I don't feel. I mean, I know, I know Mothra, and I've known Mothra for a long time. But when I come down, yeah, you the, hung out like, with him. Yeah, Mothra. I rode Mothra. It was awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah,
2: this, this is. gone. I was just, I was gonna say. Between the two, I mean, I've watched a lot of those old Godzilla movies, and but I mean, it's Ghostbusters. At least for me, I think the common, I think most common people would be like, "Oh, that's the marshmallow guy from Ghostbusters," and not be like, "Hey, that's the giant moth, aka Mothra."
4: <laughs> that's where I think of like, uh, is this cultural significance simply America or all over? Which I mean, it's, it's hard for us to make the argument for all over the world. But all I
2: American, feel, yeah. Yeah,
4: but I feel like. Mothra would might have a, a more international uh, uh, n- notoriety than the
2: Stay Puft Marshmallow Man.
1: <laughs>
2: Mothra uh, was a big part of the Godzilla series, so I see your point. Uh,
1: well, yeah. to quote Mike from last week, uh, <laughs> uh, Mothra is just a butter-free from Pokemon. Uh, there we go. Uh, That's and, where Butterfree came from? Well, <laughs> you used it in the argument that uh, it wasn't all that recognizable because people <laughs> saw the after-credit scene for Kong Skull Island and went, "Oh, what the fuck is that? Is that Butterfree?" <laughs> uh, in America. So, based off of that, in, a, in America. <laughs> based off of that, I think the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man wins handily the uh, the cultural significance. Uh, I would give uh, the. I would give the uh, the the actual design to Mothra. However, if we go down to the fight, I think that's really where it boils down to whether or not one can defeat the other. Yeah, hmm.
2: I like I liked Mothra. I would give design to Mothra too because Mothra has two forms, which I think is pretty cool. And
1: uh, well, we're I really mean, only counting the ones. I, one. I, I like,
2: mean, like, yeah,
4: yeah. pup has that other form where it's just mush all over people all across. That's right. Can, he, yeah, he,
2: has, he has that form yeah. where he's in, he's in Bill Murphy's hair.
1: <laughs> Who the hell's Bill Murphy? <laughs> Steve, how many books have you been reading Bill, over there? <laughs> I've
2: had too many books. Bill Murray, Murray, M U R R A Y. Bill Murphy. Oh, he's, he's Eddie my Murphy. Boyfriend. It's Eddie Murphy's brother, not, Char- <laughs> not Charlie. RIP. But yeah, I would. I mean, the fight—the fight
3: would be really interesting.
1: That's what I'm really trying to figure out: is the fight between the two? Because I think the other two are a
3: tie. So. Um, I feel like the 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 beams and all the other crazy stuff that Mothra could do would just overwhelm the friggin' marshmallow man. Eventually, he'd melt or something. Like,
4: yeah. Because did did Ma- uh, Mothra did Staypuff even have like
2: any kind
3: of power? No, he just walked in the buildings.
2: <laughs> That's yeah. all he did. And also, marshmallow is not the most uh, resilient uh, body form. Uh,
1: well, <laughs> to uh, to be on the side of Staypuff. Uh, he wasn't actually harmed until they shot the the um sh- oh, shot the beams uh, into Gozer, and that's weird. when uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man started to uh, catch on fire. And it wasn't until they defeated Gozer to where he actually exploded. So theoretically, you're kind of facing Gozer
3: in this fight. Okay, huh. but fucking Mothra would mop the floor with Gozer. I have a feeling, like she's a chick, like she got. Messed up by four humans with beams.
1: Gozer is not a chick.
3: Oh, okay, she's a interdimensional demon thing, whatever you want to call it. Like she got messed up by four New Yorkers with unlicensed nuclear accelerators on their backs. Yeah, <laughs> Mothra is a nuclear accelerator that flies around. <laughs> Good point. Uh, I do. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you act part. I, I feel like
2: also, I feel like flight would play a big part in this fight because Stay Puft can't jump.
1: Well, uh, but you—that's like
2: the—it's it's like the movie. Stay puff can't jump.
1: But you say nuclear uh, abilities. What nuclear abilities does Mothra have? She just uh, has the the poison and the psychic abilities.
3: What's a, a fucking it? giant radioactive moth? Most of, that doesn't clear, most mean
1: of that it can shoot out radiation.
2: Maybe it, to, it admits radiation. Touching it could expose it because most of those monsters were created by the the whole thing was the nuclear test and created Monster Island.
1: Yeah, but if, like for some of these, they, they actually can shoot things out, uh, some sort of radiation out at, at, at their opponents. I, I Mothra doesn't have any of that. And I don't think her psychic abilities would work on the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. So then, it's it to me, it comes down to whether or not it can be poisoned, and I don't know if it can be
2: poisoned. Mmm. Yeah, would it just stick on top?
4: Well, uh... She has a psychic power so she could just tap into the ghostbusters and just tell them, "Hey." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this
2: yeah. it's a tag team now.
3: <laughs> no, no, we can't you can't do that.
2: Nah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah,
3: but her mental powers could fuck with Gozer if we we're going to go down that route. Cuz she she took advantage of like four dumbasses. Like, not like they had very much mental capacity, but uh, to me, it's like a force of nature versus a fucking marshmallow. Like,
2: (laughs) if this was Mothra versus Gozer herself or itself, whatever, we're not gendering Gozer, I guess, but, uh, uh, (laughs) but, uh, I get if it was Mothra versus Gozer itself, I feel like that would be. A very interesting fight because Gozer has all the demon powers and stuff. But if you're just talking about Stay Puft as an entity, I don't think he really poses much of a threat. He's a giant walking marshmallow man. I feel like it would be pretty easy to beat him. Yeah, Mothra, the ghostbusters did. Mothra has had success against Godzilla in the past. Let's yeah. to argue that Stay Puft <laughs> is strong. Stay Puft to... like, is,
3: is Godzilla's equal. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think so. <laughs> Having to use another fucking kaiju to explain (laughs) this. Well, I don't feel like I
1: don't feel like anyone has made a good argument as to why Mothra would beat the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, so I'm going with Stay Puft.
3: That's nice. That can be the hill
4: you die on. (laughs) I'm going Mothra. I'm going Mothra too.
3: Here's your Balrog,
2: Sean. Like Mothra
3: would just eat him. Like she wouldn't even have to fucking shoot him. She just take a bite out of him, fly away, take a bite. You really want to yeah. get into
2: it. like Yeah, that's actually a great point, too. Mothra's, um, Mothra's silk shot has not been uh, talked about. Mothra successfully wraps up Godzilla in the silk string and pushes him off a cliff. I mean, you do that to Stay puff, he'll splat on the rocks like a like
1: dessert. A, <laughs> <laughs> like a, dessert, a, gi- like a is. Uh, Yeah. I, I just I just want to point out, I, I know she would not be taking bites of him and, and coming back and taking more bites. She, her mouth is so goddamn small. Hey, she's not, that, that would take can't all day. Take tiny long. Bites. He's Mandibles. What are you talking about? he has got no size to him.
3: <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> has got uh, giant mandibles.
2: Let, let him. Let him die on his hill. I know the struggle. Let, even, let
3: him, let even, him You say that still. like
1: the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is not big too.
3: But Mothra is way bigger. Like way bigger. Oh, so
1: 112 feet compared to 200 feet. That's way bigger.
3: It's almost decent. double the size. That's a decent difference.
0: I'm going to give cultural significance to uh, Stay Puft, but other two categories, I'm giving
3: Mothra. So Mothra for me. Too. I mean, and that's not even getting into the fact that if Mothra did get injured, she would just cocoon and be reborn again anyway. But that's a whole different thing. Yeah, uh, and and, and
1: while she's her. cocooning, he'll just step on her.
3: With this giant squishy foot. Yeah, but if they're oh, if,
1: it's if, so squishy, you could take out a church.
0: <laughs> yeah, but isn't Mothra bigger? So like
1: Oh, well then we'll we'll on... use Dan's approach and he'll just step on her multiple times. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man. All right. I I personally think that uh it, it's arguable for me that Mothra could win all three just because the cultural significance of the staple of Marshmallow Man is not going to travel more than to, like English speaking countries because Ghostbusters while it being a cultural phenomenon for us and Europe is not going to be like, Oh, I know that thing. Like back to box office the, the, mode the sailor. Yeah. But, uh, regardless, I, I still think that character design and, and of course we're not talking about how she has more than one form, but I think that that is a cool design in and of itself anyway and I already said that she would beat him in a fight, so i well at least two out of three to Mothra, if not all three. Uh
1: I can tell you right now, uh, Ghostbusters is uh Adjusted for Inflation, the thirty fourth highest grossing movie uh of all time. So uh
2: that's a decent that's a decent movie sale.
1: Yeah. Just I know I'm I'm not, I know I'm losing this, but I'm just pointing <laughs> that out.
2: It's all right, Sean. I mean I like Stay Puff too.
0: Mine was the one in back of the TV what happened oh, God. oh no <laughs> what we heard you jason we were like yeah. sorry i was talking i was talking to Yulia. we, must, yeah. we
3: mixed up usbs
1: yeah yeah You oh, don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't cross the usbs
2: don't cross the usbs but all right mothra wins ants versus Ghidorah. let's go
1: all right let's go uh next this one be, here we go number easy 11 seed <laughs> the ants from them uh, one full appearance <laughs> Uh, they are 100 feet tall. Their abilities are strength, uh, large mouth with mandibles, and the ability to nest. Uh-huh. And they're facing number three seed King Ghidorah, 11 appearances. He's uh, 490 foot tall, so weighs somewhere between 30 and 50 tons. Or, I'm sorry, 30 and 50,000 tons. Uh, his abilities are flight, gravity beams from his mouth, hurricane winds, durability, regeneration, scales that manipulate light to form a protective barrier, mind control on susceptible beings, electric... Electric bite, energy shields, magnetic powers.
2: Yeah, so unless you want to argue that a few insects could beat Ghidorah, the fight doesn't really need to be talked about.
0: Yeah, what is it? 350,000 tons? How does he even stand without just falling through the earth?
1: No, 30 to 50 tons. Thousand tons. Thousand tons.
0: Not 350,000
1: tons. 30 to 50,000. 30
0: to 50,000 tons? That's immensely
3: large. So how does he even stand without falling through the earth? Uh, How come we're talking about this longer than we talked about Godzilla versus the crocodile already? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. King Ghidorah wins all three for
2: me. I don't. I have nothing to say. I mean, he's a he's a literal established villain of against Godzilla, and also one of the originals. Uh, Design design. He's a giant golden dragon
3: versus ants, and fight
0: Woody Allen.
2: Yeah, versus Woody Allen. The only way the ants would win is if they had
3: Sylvester Stallone, but they yeah, don't. The <laughs> only reason that the ants won against Rodan is because Rodan's a little bitch.
2: Yeah, because Rodan is probably one of the weaker monsters to Godzilla. Um,
3: yeah. King Ghidorah is the definitive villain for Godzilla. Like some radioactive ants. They might bite him and and, and they'll be like, what the fuck? He's he some he lightning heads. You or to to those stomp. ants.
2: Plus, I mean, he can
3: fly has all those freaking crazy things. You just blow them away, like you do all kinds of crazy stuff. But again, like design a gold three-headed dragon, like versus, awesome. Woody Allen. Yeah, it's, versus Woody Allen. versus Woody Allen.
0: Yeah, no, Woody Allen's design is not good. I'm going with I, King Ghidorah for I, design.
1: I don't know. That's a tough one because Woody Allen has uh, all of Hollywood behind him.
0: Oh no! <laughs> for some reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he could he could reboot Ghidorah. And turn him (laughs) into a smaller monster. Oh, yeah. Midnight
2: in Paris, too, starring King
0: Ghidorah.
2: Oh, yeah. But Mecca Ghidorah was just as badass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah, I I don't know. I feel like I'm giving all
0: three to King Ghidorah. I I think he would win the cultural significance areas, too. This is the same
2: deal as Godzilla versus the Crocodile. It's the same.
1: Uh, Our final matchup for this week uh, is uh, number seven seed, the Kraken from Clash of the Titans. Release the Kraken. Uh, two film appearances. He is 450 feet tall, and his abilities include uh, he's a sea monster with size and strength, large tentacles, endurance, and a j- large jaw filled with sharp teeth. And he's facing <coughs> off against number two seed, the Xenomorph. Uh, six appearances. Uh, he is somewhere between seven and eight feet tall and weighs 390 pounds. Uh, its abilities are an extraterrestrial endoparastenoid species. Uh, mm. Strength, agility, stealth, Durability, speed, and the ability to see in the dark, and they have a secondary jaw.
3: Like me. All right, so, uh, in order to save everyone the time, there's oh, no, no fucking way the Kraken is beating the Xenomorph on creature design or cultural significance. So this is kind of over. Uh, you
2: don't think I, it has a better creature design? I think the Kraken has a better creature design. I mean, if we're going off of uh, if we're going off of the the Titans movie with Liam Neeson, which the, the sound clips from. That design of the Kraken is—it's not just a giant spaghetti monster. It's not just a giant. You know, oh,
1: I wish it was.
3: Uh, <laughs> giant, that'd be
2: awesome. It's not just a giant squid though. It actually has pasta- some far in. to it.
3: Pasta- it wasn't in. even a giant squid in, in the original Clash of Titans either. It was like a fucking yeah, four thing. Uh, but...
4: It was kind of a creature of the Black Lagoon ish, but like mixed with Goro.
3: Yeah, but and you're 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 naming things that exist. What is the Xenomorph? Is it? ask david
2: I, the only thing i oh god the only thing i think of of the Z, from the xenomorph is it's very skeletal but at the same time it's super overdeveloped skeletal so you can't even make the comparison really it's kind of like an ant with a giant head <laughs> oh <just>, oh no <laughs> it's room out
3: it's sylvester stallone yeah. <laughs> i mean Looking i think biomechanoid mechanoid space demon is basically what it is like made out of like silicone or whatever
0: the Kraken, a big motorcycle helmet, <laughs> <laughs> or a penis, <laughs> or or a yeah. wiener, or a wiener. The Kraken could definitely like squash these xenomorph. The xenomorph, though, as if it was ants. Also, I feel the
3: I feel the water would play a decent part.
1: Uh no, no it you wouldn't.
3: The warps uh, fucking swimming. And yeah, an alien yeah. resurrection. The yeah. vacuum of space, which is insane. Think about the pressure of the vacuum of space. That, is a, big, that, fall that fall. is a big. That is a big. That is a big pressure. Yeah, that's a huge I, vacuum. I, yeah, I guess it depends on where they're
0: fighting.
1: I, I do have a question. Uh, because I don't, I don't remember. In the Clash of the Titans movie, did the Kraken actually make it to land? No.
0: Uh, what is his name? Uh, Sam Worthington freezes him like turns into stone as he's approaching land i remember I the kraken is barely it's
3: not a land cra- creature
0: i mean he was coming to land he has like those legs to make it look like well he can walk. i
3: kind of
1: remember and i could be wrong because this movie was like eight years ago but i kind of remember the creature actually destroying some of the land
3: and i i can't remember was how it? it got there or what the a, a it giant vac mouth thing that was like sucking everything in with all the teeth spinning around or whatever the hell was it was. I don't know. It was a giant CGI yeah. clusterfuck, is all I know. And it had I just
0: it, remember Sam Worthington has Medusa's head. He runs up on a ledge and freezes the Kraken into stone. And the Kraken is barely even in the movie. Like I remember him not doing that much. I know the, the Kraken. Kraken K- I mean, not Sam the Worthington. The Kraken, I- the Kraken had
2: big tentacle arms and was kind of grabbing onto stuff, but it never fully climbed out of the water. It was still halfway submerged. All right, earth. I'm, I'm br- probably could.
1: I'm bringing up the clip right now. I'm going to see what happens. All right, because this this is to me this is important.
0: Oh my God, a Xenomorph just interferes. <laughs> just
1: jumps, just jumps in for the RKO. All right, let's let's see here. You guys can keep talking. I'll All give right. you updates. Sorry, right.
0: I'm. Uh, see, the Kraken has had so many designs. You have. The, the I guess we're going by the Liam Neeson movie
3: one, right? Yeah. Sure. We are. So when you say the word oh, Kraken, <laughs> you are sitting there like confused about what you're even thinking about. When you say Xenomorph, or even you say the word Alien, there's two things that come to mind. We've already talked about Greys or mm-hmm. the creature from Alien. Oh like, my God! no, no! The other Alien. Whoa! What was that? This is that this
1: fight is terrible. <laughs> it is
3: bad. It's <laughs> yeah, a bad fight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm g- I'm giving it to Xenomorph.
0: Fight. I'm giving the xenomorph the design cultural significance. I'm I'm honestly leaning towards the xenomorph. I mean, the yeah, alien.
4: I'm way giving to alien. What was it? Yeah, for cultural significance, I would certainly give it to the alien.
0: I mean, but... the kraken itself as a creature is is very ingrained in lore, but not in movie lore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like
2: you can't bring because that's the the point I was kind of trying to make about the the troll. Like there's a vast mythology behind the troll from Nordic mythology and the kraken just from sea mythology, like just from seafarers. But again, the the Kraken, well, the kraken is based what off they
3: they invented when everyone kept sinking ships because yeah. they sucked. And then yeah. the <laughs> <and a laughs> monster <laughs> did it. And then a and then a
2: few and then a few ships managed to see a giant squid when they'd actually come to the surface, so they just, you know, put two and two together. Yeah. yeah it's so, still
1: it's still going on. Apparently, uh, Hades uh, separated into multiple demons. James and Woods is <laughs> is uh, uh chasing uh, after James Sam Worthington. Uh, the Kraken still has not made it out of the water yet.
2: Oh, that's right. Ray Fiennes is Hades.
1: <laughs> yeah, Val- uh,
2: Voldemort is Hades. He's
1: he's getting close to land. Oh oh, there's a woman that's tied up.
2: Yeah, it's oh, yes, in sa- That's a sacrifice. to eat her.
1: Oh, is that she what this whole thing up. was?
2: It's just mm-hmm. tentacle. It's tentacle porn, man.
1: Oh and oh and he's coming up with the head. Here he comes. Ooh, who's getting head? Okay, yeah, the yeah it, it never makes it out of the water. Okay, like, that's well. something
3: like the 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 fight, which we've already talked about this. Because not, and everyone agrees what the the capability of the xenomorph is. But we know that they can infect just about anything. Sure, the size difference is crazy, but we're also not talking about one. We're talking about like a ton of them. Uh, well, and, let, let in me, the signs of the movies, we already know that you don't even have to have a face hugger stick on your face forever now. Unfortunately, as dumb as that is. Billy. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, I'll i pose it to you this way. Uh, let's say the Kraken never gets out of the water. Or even let's say he just stays in the water and pops his head out or whatever. Um, it, because you have multiple Xenomorphs, let's say the Kraken decides to eat some. Uh, yeah. the, the blood's just going to disintegrate his mouth and then he's, his head's going to fall off.
2: Yeah, it'll take. It'll probably due to the size difference. It'll mm-hmm. take a uh, take a little bit longer. But I feel like that acid would play a, a crucial. It wouldn't. Part. Be, but if you goes, goes, back, there's a reason part.
3: why it's called the perfect organism. Like, in the movie, because it's so fucking deadly. Like, well, I don't know. The only, I... Re- the only reason that they ended up looking like bitches is because James Cameron's like that's like a Vietnam movie, but put the creature from Ridley Scott's movie in it. Like. As much as a alien is, uh, Aliens is a fun movie and everything, it completely breaks what the creature is, but then every other movie's gone against that to try making it well not seem that way. All I'll so, say
1: is, it's a good thing that the Harvester Queen is on the other side of the bracket, because with that big gun, <laughs> take oh out man. all the xenomorphs.
3: Oh man, <laughs> just, just nuke the nest and they're all gone. Yeah, and Kraken doesn't have any beams or anything, right? Yeah, no, now, Kraken's
2: Kraken's just pretty much big, strong, and has tentacles and teeth. But but, uh, yeah, yeah. I gave it the two out of three. Yeah, even if you even if you argue like I agree with Dan, if you even if you argue that the Kraken grabbed the Xenomorph and squished it before it could even do anything, the Kraken would still be severely burned, and even like his hands would probably fall off. But fight, fight aside, uh, Xenomorph easily wins the first two
0: categories for me. Yeah, I'm with you, Steve. Xenomorph wins.
1: Yeah, uh, I think Xenomorph probably wins all three. To be honest, and we know where Dan's voting. Well, Dan already voted. Mike's the only one who hasn't voted. <laughs> Dan's like Dan's kraken.
2: Like kraken. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, four to one.
1: Well, say why?
2: Yeah, I'm actually. Well, I, I, I thought.
3: Uh, you you well, mentioned it earlier. Like
4: mentioned the design, and I, I, I don't think that we We give the uh the the xenomorphs blood a little too much credit, I feel uh I haven't seen what kind of damage it could actually do to this Kraken, and I mean this is the kind of thing that uh is supposed to be like this mythical creature that de- can destroy cities and shit but we we're we're just basing it on what uh
3: he xenomorphs can destroy an entire planet
1: and i we're, watched the clip they, it did not destroy create, a city
3: they were created to like wipe out entire civilizations like uh, that's what they were made for so that's i'm looking at a clip from
4: the 1981 one that looks like it's destroying a city
1: well i'm going to um, check that, that out think... right now <laughs>
2: yeah i mean the fight for me, it's just, like, it's hard to argue the size difference because we don't know. The xenomorph has never fought anything that big, which would yeah. just be hard to say. And, like, and also the whole... And I, uh, and I mean,
4: like, do, do we know if this kraken can use weapons? Could it grab, like, a fucking pillared column and, you know, from, uh, w- with some distance actually destroy these uh, xenomorphs without getting any of its blood on it if we really want to think that its blood can be so dangerous? Um... I don't know. I think it's just this massive thing that can just destroy, and if it can like take down a building on top of a xenomorph, I, I, I don't know. I don't think.
1: Well, you're or, also only using the one xenomorph. Uh, I'm I'm watching the scene right now from the 1981 version, and actually less happens in this one than the the 2010 one. Uh, he just comes out of the water. he, he he's near some rocks. And uh, he he shows the head, and then he's dead. There's no city around The only
3: thing that's going to protect anything from alien blood is if they're covering themselves in Teflon and plastic. Like, that's the only thing, because it's molecular acid that can basically burn through anything man-made or natural. Like... I mean, the Xenomorph blood melts through spaceship hull. That's pretty strong. Or at least the
2: stuff inside the spaceship. Hmm. Even if the Kraken wins the fight, still so yeah. it's 2 out of 3. Yeah, for me, yeah, for me 2 out of 3 for the for the Z- Yeah, Z- I'm War. saying
3: like the Kraken starts eating the wrong thing, it eats an egg or gets gets anything in it and then you got a fucking Xenomorph Kraken and then you got some problems. Oh my god. And and <laughs> I
1: I just watched both clips of both Krakens from both movies and neither one does anything. So if we're going they off of the, the If we're going off, well, they did in the 2010 one. Uh, so if we're going off of just the movies alone, they it, it showed me nothing that of what it could do in a fight.
2: Yeah, I think I think the Xenomorph is going to win this one. Sorry, Mike. Now everybody can be uh, in my Balrog. This ball is rock. the hell that everyone, I die. Everyone can, <laughs> everyone can be on my Balrog hill with me. We can all be dead together.
1: Yeah. All we now all we got to do is take that Harvester Queen out of here. You yeah,
2: get it. Get shut her. your mouth. <laughs> Jason, I'd like to see you argue Godzilla versus
3: the Harvester Queen. That, the, the Harvester <laughs> Queen has a gun. She yeah, wins Har- the design Harvester and Queen everything. Has gun. Harvester Queen has a gun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Godzilla has been shot many times by many things with guns. Uh, I'm not going into this to you to now. But, Harvester you know, Queen wins uh, everything. Let's just, let's just leave it at that.
2: New mission, eliminate the Harvester Queen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well that brings us to the end of this second round of the tournament. Um, quickly let's go over some of the matchups that we're going to have next week. Uh I didn't have the thing in front of me, so I'm doing this manually real quick. Uh bu- 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 we're going to have the uh, we're going to have Godzilla facing off against the Harvester Queen as we just mentioned. Uh we're going to have Hedorah facing off against the Predator. Uh the Cloverfield Monster facing Mothra and uh our main event for next week is King Ghidorah facing off against the Xenomorph.
2: Alien versus hmm. alien. Get excited, people. Woo! There's, he- there's some heavy matchups in there. Yeah, it's like WrestleMania.
3: The, the alien from Planet X versus the alien known as the Xenomorph.
0: Like yeah. it begins with an X. I like it.
3: More like, ah! pla-
1: more like Planet Sex. Oh!
0: <laughs> hell yeah. Give me a high five. My
1: there man. You go. That wasn't I'm my
0: hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right, well, uh, that brings us to the end of this round two of March Monster Madness 2018 edition. Let's put a ball on the end of this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And remember, you can follow Blah Blah Podcast on Twitter at Blah Blah Pod 1. Also follow us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, and... Uh, and RedTube. Yes, and RedTube. <laughs> <laughs> For and the, our for the uh, XXX one, and our YouTube RedTube channel, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I also follow our website blahblahinc Sean,
1: uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore brack show.
0: The underscore brack show.
3: Dan, you can follow me on Twitter at fatax
0: 6969.
2: <laughs> oh, That's not what you he said fo- at all. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter at sonofkalel 626 with spaces instead of underscores, and my YouTube yep. shout. My YouTube shout out for this week. Uh, I haven't been watching a lot of YouTube recently, which is kind of sad. But I mean, I might just go with some classics here. Uh, actually, there's a guy. He's a streamer, and he's friends with Markiplier. That's how he's kind of got famous, but still, obviously not level of Markiplier because Markiplier is one of those YouTube God people. But his name is Wade, and he's pretty funny, and he plays a lot of good. He does a lot of good Twitch streaming, which I've really been digging lately. I've been loving on I've been loving some Twitch action which is awesome. Uh, his name is Wade and his YouTube handle is Lord Minion777 so he's pretty dope. Oh Lord no, Minion.
1: is he a minions fan?
2: Yeah, that, <laughs> that's the first thing everyone asks him and he, and he always rages and it's always funny to witness. He's like, "I did I made it before the movies I
1: did it that's for fun. the views.
0: I did it for the
2: views." <laughs> but yeah, my YouTube shout out will be Lord 777
0: You know, I'm actually going to join you in those YouTube shout outs. I've been watching a few things today, since we're all snowed in. Um, and no, you know Jason
1: what? Snowden is in Russia.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> well. I have some news for you. Um, you know, two channels I've been watching. The one is actually PewDiePie. I never thought I'd be getting into PewDiePie, but he's changed. Cha- he's changed his ways recently, and all he does now is pretty much just review memes. I don't believe it. And it's it's really funny, Steve. I think you'd like it if if you haven't watched PewDiePie recently. I, wa- I watch
2: I watch PewDiePie's new stuff every day. He's yeah. just he just <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know what he's going for now, but it's 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 funny yeah, to say the
0: least. He doesn't really as far as I know, he doesn't stream games as much anymore. Well, yeah, and after like, his last incident, he kind of gave up. Yeah. That... All he does is just he just does whatever he wants and 9 times out of 10 it's just reviewing memes. Uh, and it's hilarious. I'm sorry.
1: Well, one time is is an accident, two times is a trend. I...
0: <laughs> well, I can't fault him for uh I mean, I I I can't deny that he he makes me laugh. Because when he reviews those memes, I'm not condoning the shitty things that he did, because all that was terrible. But Most, uh, I just he makes like me shot. laugh. <laughs> I like the I like the shots he takes at YouTube, where he just over censors all of his
2: videos now. Because okay, yeah, because YouTube reminds,
0: is... yeah he, he he bleeps out every expletive he says, it, and it kind of reminds me in a way like with Harrison Ford and Bruce Willis, how they just clearly don't give a shit anymore. PewDiePie just doesn't give a crap because he's doing whatever he wants, and I'm finding it funny. No,
1: clearly he does if he's censoring his videos. <laughs>
0: I think he's yeah. doing it, I think he's doing it more
2: like he's taking the piss like he's making a joke.
0: Uh, the other channel that I've been watching is Internet Comment Etiquette with Eric. He's kind of he's a big channel, I mean not PewDiePie big, but like mid YouTube big and it's it's just this guy who goes around commenting on other people's pages and he like says these really long elaborate comments that are like not funny at first but then they start getting more funny kind of like family guy jokes where they're so long you don't laugh and then you start laughing again. Funny Guy, Internet Comment, Etiquette with Eric. So those are my YouTube shout-outs for this week. Good trend you got going there, Steve. Um, And Mike.
4: Oh, hello. You finally got to me. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're exiting the show. We're out of time. We got (laughs) to (laughs) go. Oh, but I was going to shout out InfoWars. Oh, wait. They got shut down. (laughs) Oh, they did. They did. Uh, If you so choose, you can follow me on Twitter.
3: uh, Apparently, they didn't get shut down. If you if you go online and read what happens between the lines, they were threatened with strike warnings, and I was
4: saying it was fake
3: news. Yes, it was fake news. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, that's. to tentative. do it on his own.
2: It's not my fault. Mike doesn't have a problem with turning the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Mike
0: loves gay frogs. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, Mike, uh, w- uh, do you have your social media?
4: I tried to until Dan took over me. Uh, yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike underscore Dowling.
0: Mike underscore Dowling, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, stick around next week for round three of March Monster Madness 2018. Keep it right here. Blah, blah, pod one on Twitter. Subscribe to us on podcast services. Have a great rest of your week. Take care.
1: Get away from her, you bitch!